Welcome back to Brooklyn Boatworks Student Boatcast. This is a special holiday edition featuring our instructor Shifa and our wonderful student Esther. Warning, this episode contains a lot of references to food, so if you are hungry, I would advise getting a snack while you listen. Okay, so my name is Esther. I am 13 years old and I am in eighth grade. Normally, um, I would go to my cousin's house. I can't really remember what we did last year. I think we went to my um, aunt's house, like my other cousins. But this year, we can't really do that because, um, you know, Corona is a thing. My mom at first was like really like nervous and paranoid about the virus and everything. But lately we have been like visiting like just a few people like close friends and family with precautions, of course. So we were gonna go to um, like a small family gathering, but now Corona cases are starting to rise again in New York. So I don't know if we're gonna do that either. If not, then it's most likely just going to be me, my mom, and my dad just have like a dinner like here like we normally would. Is there anything that you're really looking forward to in the coming holidays, even if you might not be able to celebrate the way you normally do? Uh, well, Christmas is a big thing for me and my family. I think my cousin put up his Christmas tree like a few weeks ago. Um, and um, sorry, I almost started talking in Spanish. <laughs> my cousin put up his Christmas tree. Like I looked at my mom and I just thought Spanish. <laughs> um, my cousin put up his Christmas tree like a few weeks ago. And uh, it was like themed, I guess. You know how some people like choose certain colors for their decorations. Theirs was like all white and it's like really pretty. It looks like snow almost. And I'm like really excited to put up our Christmas tree. Is there anything that you're really gonna miss? Yeah, see, Christmas is usually at our house. So everyone comes to our house. Though last year we did go to my cousin's house because the family is starting to grow. But we usually do like all the food and stuff. Like it's a lot of work because it's a lot of people. We make tamales for Christmas. What's your role in that? Yeah, I help my mom make the tamales and I help her like mix well she doesn't let me do certain things because I get like distracted easily we mix the masa by hand so like I get entertained doing that and I start like playing around with it like it's play-doh or something so she doesn't let me do that sometimes but I do like try to help food brings so much joy and it really brings people together is there anything besides tamale that you want to talk about for Thanksgiving that you are hoping for in your meal? We do usually have turkey for Thanksgiving. And well, we used to do it at my cousin's house, like I said, and they would make like, they would buy turkey and like cook it. And they would also get like this really good apple pie and that it's like really warm and like cinnamony and it's nice. And have you had any birthdays or celebrations or holidays so far during COVID? And how did you celebrate those? Uh, yeah, my birthday, I think, was like the first one out of all of my friends. We did a Zoom. It was different, but it was still like fun because we played like games. We played like Scriblio and stuff. It was fun. And then after that, 
I think the next birthday was my friend um, Brian's. It was like in August and that was in person. Um, it was just a few of our friends, like close friends with like precautions and masks and everything. So, you know, it was cool. Was there anything about seeing them in person now during COVID that was really different than it was pre-COVID? Well, I did the Story Studios Lab and that was basically everything that I talked about. Up to you, but if you'd like, I would really love it if you could walk me through a shorter version of your Story Lab story. Okay. I remember the last day of quarantine pretty clearly. It was like any normal day, right? And then in the last class, this uh, teacher came in, told us that there might not be school the next week because of rising corona cases. And I could see as I walked through the hallways that they were giving out like books and supplies to anyone that didn't have them already at home. And then the next day I woke up and my mom told me that there wasn't school. It was canceled. So I kind of started freaking out because I'm an only child and I don't have many friends in my neighborhood. All of my friends are like from school and I rely on school to see them and stuff. So, and then with Corona, obviously we can't like meet up at all. So I started kind of like freaking out cause it gets kind of lonely around here sometimes. And uh, my mom was pretty paranoid the first few months. So I don't remember going outside until after the first five months of quarantine, but I think it was better than expected. I mean, it was hard in like certain points, but I mean, I could still talk to my friends, obviously. I mean, it's not the same thing through a screen, but I could at least still talk to them. And I also tried to keep myself busy during quarantine because like, I didn't want to just sit around and do nothing for who knows how long, right? So I would, um, I tried to look on the bright side and be like, okay, well, I have a bunch of time locked in my house now. I can focus on improving on my art or something. I don't know. I remember when I finally did get to see my friends, I was like really, really excited and happy, kind of nervous at the same time though, because I hadn't seen them in five months. So I didn't know if it was going to be like awkward or anything, but I don't know. It was like really nice though. And I felt like I appreciated them a lot more than I used to. That's great. And I know you've been doing Story Lab. Are there any other hobbies or things that you've picked up during this time? Um, well, I've always had like lots of after school programs. Um, I am in this um, program to study for the SHSAT, though we don't know when it's gonna be. So that's kind of like weird. It's all like messed up and stuff. But uh, I do also go to Girl Scouts. So we do that every other Saturday. And now we're starting to meet up in person every other Saturday. There's like the fun badges and then the like actual work badges. So there's like what the health badge, I think, when they make us like exercise. They made us like stand outside in the parking lot and like do random exercises. And it was kind of embarrassing, but like, hey, um, there's also like the cooking badge. You have to like cook a few recipes and like prove that you did it correctly. There's a lot of hands-on activities as well. Right now we're working on a mental health badge. They gave us a packet. It has like a few readings and stuff on like the different parts of the brain and what they do. And then we have to build like models of like a neuron, I think. There's also like parts about 
what causes like bad mental health and how to like get help that's interesting you know the badge work and stuff from like girl scouts keeps me busy is there anything in lockdown that um has happened or that you've experienced or that you've been able to do that you would say that you're thankful for i'd say getting to spend more time with my family i definitely do obviously spend more time with them now that we're like all locked inside i have had more of an opportunity to talk to my parents and just like vibe i guess we do game nights now a lot more than we used to and it's like fun there's a lot of screaming and chaotic screaming involved but like it's it, it, that's part of the fun <laughs> that's awesome chaotic game nights are my specialty <laughs> what do you think you're going to be most thankful for when lockdown ends and you can participate in regular social events again just being able to see like all of my friends at um once and like not being able i mean not having to be restricted by like social distancing and like all that stuff cool cool rosa is there anything else that we really want to talk to esther about two things i'm curious about what would be your most memorable holiday in the last few years covid or not covid i would say christmas the year before last year because the year before last year i think was my um baby cousins first christmas well i have two baby cousins they're the same age and i it was both of their like first christmases and it was like well they didn't really know what was going on obviously they were like a year old but it was really fun to share like such like my favorite holiday with like the new members of the family i guess we basically go from like youngest to oldest i used to be the youngest in the family they took that from me i got to open my presents first and then everyone watches and then and then everyone else opens up their presents and like gives the gifts to whoever they have to give them to their first christmas i think was like just um really fun because like they got to be the ones who like opened their presents in front of everyone while everyone was watching and they didn't really know what was going on but they just seemed like so excited when they opened something and everyone was like whoa what's that it's just like really fun to see their happy little faces <laughs> that sounds adorable last question specifically related to tamale can you just walk us through like if we were making it right now what do you normally do what does your mom normally do yeah, how does that work happen process what does it taste like well we have to buy all the stuff first right so like we use my uh grandma's recipe so we like measure it all out and then the water that you add into the uh mixture you have to add in little by little so that it's not too dry but then you don't also end up with like too wet and sometimes you end up with like a lot more than you started with sometimes cuz like you overdo the water and then you have to add in more flour and then you have to add in more water and then you have to add in more flour and you end up with like this giant thing that like how did i get here but um then after that um uh the how do you say that in english like the leaves i guess you like soak them in water so that they um like so you can like spread them out and stuff 
So you soak them in water while you do all the other stuff and while you cook the meat and like make the masa and everything. And then the way we do it, well, like some different parts, uh, different people from different parts of Mexico do it differently. The way my family does it is we take the masa and we like spread it out onto the thing. And then we put the meat in and wrap it up. And then afterwards you'd have to like arrange it into the pot and like leave it there for a while. My hands also get stained sometimes cause like the red from the chile and from the meat. Every year halfway through, we're just like regretting it. Like why would we choose to put ourselves through this? Why would we choose to make like a list for like, I think it is like 15 or 20 people. And um, it just, it seems like a lot. And there's like, it's a giant pot that we have to fill and like organizing them and stuff. But it's really fun to um, make and also just like eat. <laughs> and we also make a punch, which is like fun. We go to get like sugar cane, we call it caña, and we cut it up into pieces. Sometimes you just like chew on it raw because it's just cool. And um, we put in like a bunch of fruits and stuff and you mix it and everything. And it's, it's really good. It's sweet and it's also like warm. So it's really good for like winter and stuff. Also, you like, you drink the stuff and then you eat like the fruit that's in your cup afterwards. Or that's the way I do it at least. But it's also cool because like the sugar cane absorbs like the punch too. So you got to like suck it out. And yeah, it's like really good. This is super fun. I really enjoyed talking to you, Esther. I felt like really comfortable talking to you guys. Also, food. I mean, food, you know? You don't know it, but me and Rosa had a whole discussion about food before you came on. <laughs> like probably for 15 minutes we were just like oh did you eat this yes thank you so much esther and shimba had a wonderful time with you this podcast was made by brooklyn boatworks editing and music by rosa too see you next time